All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. A podcast for the fellas. Ladies can listen if they're not too jealous. Three warlocks that like to talk. A destiny podcast that you will like. Okay, guardians, start your party. Get your weapons and move your body. A podcast comes by you wish to test it. But you in a tower like you with one dexter. Well, starts dropping, they starts popping. Grab your mic and hit the mute button. Now you know that you're in luck. The show is called Three Warlocks. everybody and welcome to another episode of the three warlocks podcast episode 31 um it's been a while since we last talked to you guys last week we did not have a show unfortunately i was on holiday vacation but we did have a youtube video which was our reactions to the season of the splicer so far so if you guys have some time check it out go to youtube search the three warlocks podcast and uh, check out that video. We kind of went through some things that we like and kind of dislike about the season so far. Many things have changed, and I'm sure we've had more time to play it. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that uh, today. We have a really good episode for you guys. Lots to talk about raid preparation, uh, some issues, some fixes, some weapons that people have gotten their hands on, and, and a little Lord Corner with Snail. We're going to be talking about a specific character that we haven't seen since D1. And looks like we might see him here soon in the future. Uh, with that, my name is Vega. I am your host. And with me, like always, I have my two other co-hosts, which is Snail and Ness. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys. I was, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, I was gone for a week. Um, anything new? Anything that I miss? Apparently I died. Yes, I noticed that. You have a halo <laughs> over your, your, your head. What happened? What caused you to die? It was the whale. Apparently, it was tiredness after miles and miles of driving. So on, on Tuesday, I think uh, it was 422 miles, nine hours in the car. Well, then it was a four-hour day, another four-hour day. Uh, so, yeah, it's been lots of driving. I think I lived in my car this week. 400 miles for nine hours, you said, right? yeah so does your car go 20 miles an hour or what? 25 30 traffic. miles an hour? <laughs> traffic okay that makes sense i mean i'm from uh that makes sense i am from uh, uh california so sometimes when you go to southern or northern california the traffic tends to be a little bit crazy uh but mm. nine hours in a vehicle i don't know how you did it my friend and hence you you passed on and now you have a yeah. halo i yeah, there's a, there's a big difference between America and the UK because America got a long road that can probably go for, for miles in a yes. straight line. Uh, in the UK, we, we tend to like queuing. So what we do is we make roads that are very windy that uh, go around in circles to get to the location you want to get to. Okay, so you can you make an yeah. experience when you drive. That's pretty yeah, good. yeah, exactly. And we can queue longer. There you go. Ness, how was your last yeah. uh, week and a half? I haven't uh, um, talked to you in a while. Been good? It was good. It was a... Uh... Work was uh, was work. Got to play with the guys a little bit. We had Banner this week, so that yes. was fun. We'll talk um, about that. That's good. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't think I finished every – well, I finished – I didn't finish one bounty, and that was about it. It was killing people with a higher level. But Yeah. Those are typically pretty – Yeah, those are typically pretty tough, those um, Iron Banner yeah. bounties, especially if you um, 
are, I guess, in a situation where you need your teammates to help you. There's one where it says you need to have assisted kills. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the bounties. Yeah. Uh, that one t- tends to be a little tougher because everybody's kind of gun ho and kind of does his own thing. I like the ones that tell you go cap zones because it, it helps you <laughs> cap zones as a group, which is kind of nice. But uh, last time I talked to you guys, I said I was going to Vegas. I went to Vegas with my, my daughter, my family. They had a soccer tournament. Uh, they didn't do as great as they wanted to do because I believe they were going up against girls who were horses. The Mm. girls were probably about about my size, my wife's size. They were pretty tall. These girls were 13, 14 years old. And I'm like, okay, I I, I need to see some birth certificates. I I need to see some proof Mm -hmm. that you guys are not grown ass women with uh, steroids. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) my daughter did did uh, did pretty good. A couple of games they tied and uh, they lost a couple of games too. So it was a good experience. Her first tournament. Uh, my son loved it. He's never been to Vegas. He's uh, he calls it New York, New York because that's the first mm-hmm. uh, hotel he saw. <laughs> and he just instead of saying <laughs> Vegas, he says, "Dad, we're in New York. We lo- I love New York." And I'm like, "No, we're not in New York." <laughs> but um, other than that, yes, it was a a, a nice little holiday. Uh, we're back. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, we did not have an episode last week podcast, but you guys are going to have one today. And we'll, we'll begin by talking about the 12, like we do each and every week. The 12 pretty much says most of the things that I've been saying, kind of catching up what happened the last couple of weeks or the week and a half. Uh, the season of the Splicer started. We had our views. We thought about the things that we liked. We didn't, we didn't like also. Things got a little crazy. Um, the storyline is continuing. The last cities and the endless nights. Uh, the Vanguard needs to help. Um, oh, what's the guy's name again? Jeez, I forgot his name. Um, Mythrax. Mythrax. Yes, help Mythrax to see what is causing this endless darkness and see. Uh, we know it's it's a it's a uh, vex. Uh, the vex is causing this, but we're trying to get more behind Korea. it, more clues. So um, we went into a new, I guess, simulation network. The new zone that's in the moon. Um, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. I, I had a chance to play a little bit yesterday. Pretty neat. I like the fact that you get teleported every boss fight, I guess, every, every little break in between the boss, you get teleported outside. Everybody does. And then they get to go in there and, and fight. Uh, new loot. I know Ness was talking about the new um, Chroma Rush, I believe it's a little auto rifle yeah. that you kind of like. It's really cool. It's pretty the, nice. Um, grind, grind Skipper. It's also a little pulse rifle, a little fast fire, fast fire rate pulse rifle. There's a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. This override missions are, are pretty cool. Um, I haven't had a chance to go after the hung jury. I haven't had a chance to to kind of farm any of the Iron Banner weapons, but there's a lot of stuff happening right now. There's Iron Banner. There's the new override missions. Uh, there's the uh, Nightfalls to get the hung jury. And also preparation day for something that's going to be happening. Actually, around the time you're listening to this, this podcast on Saturday, there's going to be something that we're all excited for. And this, what is that? Well, the nostalgia comes back, guys. We're going to have the Vault of Glass open up May 22nd at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So with this, it's going to launch a contest mode that's going to last for 24 hours. Once you complete the Vault of Glass in this mode, you can actually access the challenge, um, the challenge mode. So first, you have to be at 300. That's the power cap for all the encounters. Once you complete it and you decide to go into the challenge mode, that's actually what's going to bring your team to the world's first status. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to have a bunch of curated triumphs that you have to complete with each, within each encounter. So if you don't complete it within an encounter, you complete the encounter, but you don't get that triumph, you are automatically wiped in back to orbit. 
So um, that's going to be really interesting to, to see, you know, the teams actually go through that. And they are going to be having a, a live Twitch um, there. I think it's Professor Broman, Broman, Broman? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess Broman. Broman and Rec. They're going to be hosting it on Twitch. So it's going to be the Vault of Glass World's First. So if you want to watch it instead of actually play it, get that opportunity. It should be a pretty interesting to see, especially for all of us that have actually played it seven years ago. Like that, I mean, that was our essentially our first our first raid. Yeah. Um, so with that, a couple of things that uh, Team Bungie have let us know is if you actually want to look at all. Um, all the details for the raid mm-hmm. uh, there's a help article where you can find out how you can actually complete the raid and be logged in as one of the world first teams one of the things they did bring up was the star eater scales it's one of the exotic legs for the hunters uh, they are going to be disabled because they found that it was actually granting a way bit more uh, damage, damage than expected so plan ahead and find some new pants hunters so then there's what this all leads to is the bungee rewards so um the ring quest that we normally have uh, as long as you actually complete the vault of glass may 25th by 9 59 a.m you can unlock this beautiful ring give it to your fiance you know really propose like this is that (laughs) type of ring (laughs) it's not that's not like a diamond yeah, that's kind of cool. A little diamond in there, yeah. But I can only imagine because the last, I don't know if you guys saw the last raid ring. That thing is ginormous. Mm. Um, so yeah, you might want to get her size before you do all that. There's also going to be a jacket. They like to do the jackets. So that one, if you complete the raid before June 1st, 9, 9.59 a.m. again, Pacific, um, you can actually unlock the jacket. So both of these items are to be claimed and purchased by June 30th, 2021, 9.59 a.m. So good luck, guys. I can't wait. I'm excited. Yep. This is going to be the um, radar belt. We've got got four already who want to try, right? Yes, unfortunately, I'm I'm working working a little bit in the morning, so I will probably check in with you guys. Hopefully, we can get into it. Mm -hmm. But for sure, we will do it on on that day. I don't know if we'll be the first team to do it. (laughs) It sounds like you have to beat the raid twice. You do, I guess. You do. One. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was actually really tripping out of this belt, which is the the belt you get for the first team that does it. It's just very reminiscent of the original, playing mm-hmm. homage, I guess, to the original team that did it, which is kind of nice. Um, but yeah, looking looking forward to it, man. This is going to be some great great action. Uh, the ring is amazing. The jacket, <laughs> it's great. Love it. Perfect. It's another jacket I won't get. <laughs> How much are the jackets? How much so are the jackets in, in, the, in Europe? It was 79 last time, wasn't it? Was it? $79? It was like a, yeah, well, that was like 150 wasn't it? I was trying to think the other day how much it was. Or was it the Guardian coat that was 79 Oh, you know what? I am I am kind of confusing it. You were having a hard time. You were trying to buy the Penguin, but the Penguin ended up being more expensive than, than usual. Right? That is right. <laughs> the Penguin is very expensive. It's, it's £1 million. Pounds. Yes. That's what? <laughs> and three sheep. <laughs> Oh. oh my god! I don't know. I don't know what kind of currency they have out there. Well, like Ness says, those are the bungee rewards you're gonna be getting if you complete the raid. There's other stuff you're gonna get when you go into the vault of glass. They're gonna want to give away some of the rewards are gonna happen, but 
you guys will be able to experience that uh, when you go in there. There was a little little action. Some people were saying that there was uh, their friends were joining them for just a brief little second. Mm-hmm. They were joining them on on online. They're hey, my friend plays on PC, but yet he was with me in the same landing zone as me. So that was a little bit weird. Uh, Snow, can you give us a little bit more information on that? Yes. So that that was um, cross save. So they probably gave away what was going to happen by by doing that. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. there was a few hours where we could cross play with uh, other platforms, PC and, and PlayStation. Bungie fixed it quite quickly. But they do mm-hmm. say they, they squashed it like uh, a bug. Um, it was so a bug. Nice. It was a bug. Um, but uh, yeah, so crossplay is coming in season 15. But what they have let us know, which is quite good, really. Um, so from May 25th to May 27th, there's a unique Vanguard Strike beta beta playlist mm-hmm. uh where we, we can uh, log on and uh play with our our friends from pc and uh, playstation um so they obviously had that working behind the scenes and accidentally it was working when the uh, launch went live yeah. i'd assume but nice that they had that uh plan for this season because it's a bit of a surprise because we didn't expect anything until season 15 and what is good is that if you do do at least three strikes you get the opportunity to earn this nice little emblem which is actually mm. quite pretty uh it i have to go for go and play that for that because uh i have to add to my collection of things that are bright and pretty and then find a, a shader that matches yeah right. it's actually a really good little emblem if you guys are watching this through youtube you can see it it's i don't know what exactly it says about crossplay but i was expecting maybe a cross <laughs> i don't know I'm, well i think I'm it's two simple. arrows <laughs> isn't it two arrows going up and down it, it's, it, it looks like... like two arrows and a star because we're oh, all yeah. stars we're all stars no. Yeah, we met in the stars. I love You're an old star. This is good. I love it. But yeah, we do that. Like Stanley says, it's going to be available for, I believe, what, a few days, right? The 25th through the 25th, 27th. 27th. So. so make sure you jump in there and, and get that, guys. It's going to be fun. I don't think yeah. I have anybody. I have some friends from PlayStation that I haven't reached out to. So that'll be kind of fun to play with them. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, they may have something. I know Bungie's testing these things out, but the only thing that scares me is whenever you get different platforms playing um, Crucible. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll notice the difference oh, <laughs> there. Sure. So I'm sure Bungie yeah. is testing things out. And just to give them two days, just to see how things work out in strikes, I think that's going to be good. Prime and ready, guys. With the end of a month comes a new month, which means new rewards if you have Prime. Uh, Ness, can you give us a little rundown on some of those things that we're going to be getting this upcoming month? Well. For this month's Prime um, is going to be the exotic uh, Pulse Rifle Vigilant Swing, which is my favorite. I love that thing. Uh, the Book of the Dead Exotic Ornament, uh, the Ra- Ravager's Ride Exotic Sparrow, House of Light Legendary Gross Projection. So I don't know what those other threes are, three things are, but I definitely love Vigilant Swing. <laughs> I thought this was a weapon. That's a sparrow? Jesus. That's a sparrow, yeah. a sparrow yo. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Just give me I the Vigilant Swing. Um... The skin for Vision and Swing that I haven't got. So I might have to uh, make sure I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just uh, if you have any issues trying to get these, I know that sometimes people have issues uh, claiming the claiming these little yum-yums. Just go into the Prime Gaming Support article. A lot of the times people don't realize you actually have to go into the website, hit claim, and then go yeah. back in the game and go to Amanda Holiday. That is right. 
Yes, guys, make sure you guys get your rewards. Um, Bungie has been doing a really good job with the rewards lately. Um, it's been things that if you're new coming into the game, what else can you can you say that's it's awesome? They give you a free exotic weapon. They give you a free exotic mm-hmm. skin. Some some at uh, level. Yeah, the level, weapon is, is always level. Yeah, which is nice. That's really really good. Uh, well, with a uh, new season, we also get a little little bug, little bugs to keep in coming in there. Um, especially the last couple of days, it's been a lot of lot of lot of bugs have been really affecting the the game lately. But Bungie, yeah, I gotta give credit where credit is due. Bungie does do a good job, kind of jumping in on some of these things. Um, I know some people may feel that they they take their time. Uh, when fixing the ones that uh, other people complain about, uh, but they're doing a really good job when it comes to their releasing their hot fixes or, or any kind of fixes that come up um, uh, during during the the game. Um, the hot fix, the new one that came out, is the three point two point zero point two. A lot of stuff to go through there. Ness, what are we looking at? Well, it's gonna actually go live May twenty fifth at the daily on the daily reset. The first one is actually something that's on the known issues. It's the completing eight bounties for the Splicer uh, Servitor Weekly Challenge will correctly reward a pinnacle gear. So right now it's actually just dropping power gear. Mm. Um, they're fixing it well, or they've fixed it and it's actually going to, or actually the hotfix is going to fix it. Gonna and fix it's it. going to go as pinnacle gear. Another one, um, I don't know if you guys saw the video. Uh, I want to say his name is Aztec, the en- energy accelerant mod. It, it was amazing. He actually put it on. He put Telesto on and there was two guardians, not very far from each other, but far enough that, you know, you wouldn't think it would kill them, kill them both. So yeah. that mod is no longer going to increase damage against players. And it's no longer going to increase the base damage of symmetry to Lesto, Black Talon and Deathbringer. <laughs> Sorry, Sale. <laughs> they also fixed an issue with the exotic catalyst for the sidearm. I cannot say this word. Cryosthesia, cryosthesia. Thank you. Um, it wasn't doing the progress correctly. Any energy weapon was actually giving progress. So they've changed that. No okay. more of that. The presage. It's a good thing activity, for us at the moment. Yeah. yeah. The presage will actually drop a pinnacle uh, like it was intended. It hadn't been. So nobody was really doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, so far, that's the sampling of every issue that they've addressed so far during, in this hot fix. Yeah, those it's are pretty. Yeah, those are pretty important things that the, the community was was um, not complaining, mm-hmm. but they kind of brought up to the attention. I know that's one of the first things I told Snail. I was like, "Hey, the presage for being a, a new dungeon, it's not giving us pinnacle, mm-hmm. but yet, you know, yeah. the Harbinger mission was was giving you a pinnacle, which was kind of kind of weird. So that's good that Bungie recognized that, and, and they're going to be taking care of it. Uh, yeah, that you, yeah, you know what? I haven't really experimented with a whole lot of mods lately. There, there's it was some... a lot of Telesto and Banner. A lot of Telesto. Yeah, it's there's. Does Bunch even play test test their their mods <laughs> system or <laughs> weapons? I mean, they should. They should. <laughs> we should not be testing things for them. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way it typically sounds like lately. I don't know, yeah. but uh, just the fact that they're they should have learned by now system. that every time they do something new, Telesto breaks the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. Telesto um, back in D1 was a um, icebreaker. I remember they they had a nerf that gun pretty significantly, but it takes about six seven seconds to get a bullet now. Before it was almost instantly back in the day. But um, yeah, like I said, Bungie's been doing a really good job trying to get these hot fixes uh, delivered as quickly as possible, which is nice. A little few announcements when it comes to the raid. Ness brought out the times and dates. Um, when the raid's going to be taken care of. There's a few little things in here that I don't know if Bungie's doing differently or if it's something that um, they've always done before. So 
the first team to complete it is a six-man team. Uh, they have to complete both the Vault of Glass and then the Challenge Mode. We talked about that. So you almost have to beat the, the raid twice. They can uh, they will be declared by Bungie uh, through the Twitter. So first they have to verify like they normally do. It takes some time. Then they, they, they give out the name of the winning, winning team. Uh, one of the different things in here that they bring, bring out is that if the team cycles through players, you know, good example says mm-hmm. say all of us are playing and then i have to leave for the last four encounters just because i went with you guys in the beginning doesn't mean i'm going to get that reward no it says that the last remaining 16 but there must be at least one original member from that set team that started it uh that's how you will get the credit for it um before it was i believe before you had to be just strictly on there you couldn't leave you couldn't do nothing uh, you couldn't bring anybody new which is kind of something different which is nice so yeah the first team they'll loot the final chest returns to orbit and then claims the triumph um will be the first team that we recorded and then bungie would uh, have to verify make sure no one's cheating and then uh, go from there so that was actually pretty neat something different i didn't know didn't know that uh, Budgie was going to this extremes to to make this one um, as legitimate as possible. It is a little different raid. We have played this raid before. We kind of know the mechanics. So assuming that players know certain things, I would say this might be a relatively fast world's first. Maybe, mm. it's it safe to say maybe within four hours gap, maybe less than four hours? Is that too Are we putting money? I think Shubby was saying two hours. Yeah. Some people are going to go pretty hard. You know what? If I think the challenge mode, nobody knows what it is, what the challenge mm-hmm. mode is going to be. That That's the one that's going to take the, the hardest, the most time. I think going through the raid itself with um, the contest mode, some of the high tier teams that have done it before in the past will have no problems. But I believe the challenge modes are going to be really, really <laughs> testy. They're going to be testing players. So really, really neat. Really awesome. Well, guys, we're getting ever so close to the part that we love, and we're actually here. We're going to go live. Joe Correspondent Ness is going to be telling us a little bit of the known issues that we are having. Hey, big guy. Can you hear me, Ness? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Are you coming in? Awesome. You're coming in. <laughs> um, so one thing you should know, if you're going to be at the raid, make sure you do loot the last chest mm-hmm. because it won't count. So don't just get excited and just go to orbit and just, you know, Make sure you get that chest. Yeah. So for the known issues, a couple of characters weren't appearing properly. So they're fixing that. Um, a universal ornament was displaying a, a number inaccurately in the appearance screen. So screen, not the screen. Um, so they're fixing that. Um, the one thing that I brought up for the hot fix is the Splice of Servitor weekly challenge. They're, they're looking into that. The Titan Guardian Games contender plate chess piece does not appear in the, you know, just get over it, Titans. I mean, you guys, you guys won I mean, the first uh, I mean, Guardian Games. You won right? the first one. <laughs> Stop complaining. Let's see. Some seasonal emblems from the season of Splicer are missing. Shaders that came pre built with armor aren't actually defaulting mm-hmm. in the appearance screen. And then for those who actually steam, uh, they can't, they're having issues with the join command. So it's not functioning properly. So they're fixing that. Um, the empty tank loss sector. This one was, this I, I heard a couple people complaining about this. This one was paper, was, huh? <laughs> yes. It was rewarding how legs were being advertised. Uh, yeah. I heard somebody went through it like 
31 times. Yeah. Don't die raw. Good job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and a couple of things that like silver buckles uh, and ornaments were missing for the warlocks. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody complained about that, guys. It was probably a colorblind person. Mm, yeah, I couldn't say it. Sorry. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it was you. Um, and then a pixelated bar is appearing in game mode on banner. So I've seen that. I didn't, I didn't see that. So yeah, I did. I have a really good TV though. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> you were I have a new Xbox. You look so <laughs> innocent. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Gary, my mouse. He's, he's not doing too well. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And like Ness always brings out these issues. If you have any questions or concerns, always check out the help forums on Bungie to get any more additional help if you have anything that you've been experiencing. Um, yes, guys, the, the TWAP also uh, continues with the actual group of Bungie giving thanks or appreciating the artists that we have in our community. I know I bring out a couple artists here and there whenever we're doing our show and their expressions are similar to what I say. I mean, the way they describe it is like, holy redacted. This is redacted excellence. You know, they're saying, holy shit, this is cool. This is amazing you know so this is the stuff that i kind of go through when i look at the the artists the community we have of uh of destiny which is really amazing they have a couple little videos you can check out in the twab as well and i believe one of them was so damn good that it was featured twice that's right if you go back to the previous twab one of the movies of the week <laughs> was featured last week and now they're featured this week and i believe dmg um, and Cosmo verified that because of that mistake, they're going to be featuring next week three movie of the weeks, which is going to be amazing. So now they're going to give somebody else an opportunity to be to be there. Um, and to that person who won movie of the week twice, did they get another emblem? Because man, that's, favoritism, right? Favoritism. Yeah. It's a good video, though. I'm going to complain. Definitely check it out. Well, guys, that was pretty much the twab. In a nutshell, very short, nothing crazy. They're getting more ready for their viewing party. I know that Bungie is going to be getting ready to watch all of the, the action happening from the Vault of Glass. We're going to be going back and fighting Atheon. Atheon. That's a crazy name. It's a person we kind of fought in D1. A Vex boss. I don't know a whole lot about him. Actually, I reached out to Snail and said, Snail, do me a favor. Do it in the lore corner. Can you give me a information on, on, uh, on Atheon? And Snail's like, hey, say no more, fam. And he got, got right on it. So what better way to talk about a, a, a person or a character in Destiny 2, somebody that's been there since D1, um, than Atheon, because we are going to be encount- encountering him or fighting him once once again in D2, which is awesome. Still, yeah. you have the floor, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when, when they gave me this, this task, uh, I cracked my knuckles and opened up the computers, multi-screen, and I thought it'd be really simple to find out about Atheon. It must be simple. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. Bear in mind, I've not played. Um, well, tell a lie. I've played Vogue once. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get any rewards. Um, we still laugh about that. Yeah. Well, everybody else does. I don't. But yeah. So the first thing I thought I'd do is there must be loads of information in the old grimoire because he was in that one. So of course I went to the grimoire card for D1, uh, and the only thing written on it is Atheon has a function. I was like, right, this is going to be difficult. 
<laughs> so from there, it went downhill. <laughs> yeah, that's all it says. I was like, right, okay. Yeah, so there's not a lot known, but there is stuff known. So I thought I'd uh, cover about a bit about uh, the importance of the VEX and why um, photoglass is what it is uh, and um, why Atheon is so important uh, to many, many respects to, to our existence. Um, so here we go. So the VEX uh, have been around at the start of the universe more than anything else. So uh, when Lightness and Darkness were doing their thing and, and making the, uh, <laughs> the lovely universe we're in now, mm-hmm. um, the VEX were in the background because they were born out of um, what was going on. And that's um, uh, shown in the, um, the law book, uh, Pattern 4, which is written from the darkness's perspective. So a lot of what we see in, uh, in, in Pattern 4 has to be taken with a pinch of salt because obviously it's written by the winner, who is the, uh, the darkness. But there is a, a line that, that mentions uh, the Vex, but not by name, but you, you kind of understand... Uh, their first sort of um, comings into the world, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, for an eon, there was nothing but screaming um, equation vermin scurrying through quantum foam, feeling ultimate erasure, um, but they were tenacious, uh, ultimate erasure, but they were tenacious. Um, and that kind of sums up what, uh, what they're about. So they are inqua- equation people. Uh, and they're all about uh, patterns uh, and quantum realms and, and everything else. Um, it was interesting uh, as I was reading through the bits and bobs about um, light and darkness and uh, what uh, darkness was saying about uh, the Vex. Um, and it was interesting that he doesn't control them. We say he doesn't control them. Again, we have to take a bit of what he's saying with a pinch of salt because he's not going to tell everything yeah. truthfully. One of the best lines I was reading this was, um, they're not all mine, uh, not in a way that uh, Amaro is, uh, such as my man Oryx uh, and mine. My man Oryx, he sounds like a cool dude, doesn't he? My man <laughs> Oryx. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the darkness. He's down. <laughs> He's with the kids. <laughs> yeah. My man. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, whoever wrote these um, original Grimmar cards had a bit of a sense of humour, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. But nonetheless, some of those uh, Vex have found their way home. And I guess that's a nod to what we're currently seeing this season, where we've got Courier, uh, who is a, um, a cross, uh, really, um, darkness-related, because uh, he was Oryx's uh, Vex, uh, which is why he's taken, and all that uh, business. So there is a bit of darkness in the Vex. Um, but it's important to note that um, the Vex are all about survival, and they don't survive by luck. Uh, they survive by... Um, patterns and, and understanding mathematics um uh, there's a there's a big piece around oracles so oracles can see everything um down to a single person's interaction that could cause something uh in a universe in the future well, so they could we'll see probably wipe somebody out just because of that one thing which shows how much they can they can see um so i think it's really interesting how much uh, uh they can do and how they can affect um the universe around us. Um, and, uh, and amongst uh, that, um, we have uh, accounts from people like Pradith. We mentioned Pradith before when we were talking about the Vault of Glass. Yeah. Um, and Pradith said that um, the Vex have no hope, no imagination, no drive, no fear. All they have uh, is um, mathematics. All they have is pattern. Um, if it can't be made to fit, then it gets cut away. And it's as simple as that. 
um, which kind of goes down the line of it's like uh, a deadly robot, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if we don't fit their pattern, we won't exist anymore. He uses that. Um, but they're not all about uh, maths. There is a, um, a group of X, and now we come to the top of class, um, who are slightly different. Um, they developed something completely remarkable, um, and not a lot is known about it, but um, these Vex are the Keeper of the Vault of Glass, and these are the Hazen Lords. Yeah. Um, and they're a very interesting uh, group of uh, Vex. There's two versions of them. Um, uh, really, they're protecting the, the vault themselves and what's inside the vault. Um, and inside the vault, um, the Lords can manipulate the fate of time itself. Um, which comes back to this point that you can just be wiped out of existence if the Vex choose to get rid of you. Yeah. Um, and a lot's known about how anything was created in there and how we got to uh, this stage. But enter Atheon. Um, he is time's com conflux. Um, and he's difficult to describe because uh, causality gets in the way. Um, and we go down the whole world of um, what came first, um, the chicken or the egg, because uh, did Atheon um, create the vault or did the vault create Atheon? Or mm -hmm. <laughs> one's needed for the other one to exist. Um, but he has a plan. Not a lot is known about what his end game is, um, apart from the fact that uh, he's looking for a set of patterns that uh, mean the end of uh, the universe itself and the dominance of the Vex. Um, which is pretty scary and that's assumed um, from what they've been doing um, ever since so um, I mentioned about the oracles they're like massive supercomputers so we'll see them in the, um, uh, the vault of glass um, and they're interesting because um, as I said before they, they can see down to a single person's ac ac action yeah. or, or a single animal's action or an insect's action that could affect something that the vex needs to change and they would just wipe it from time itself um, which is quite an, an amazing bit of power. Um, then comes Guardians. Um, so there's a reason why um, Guardians can beat uh, the, the Vault of Glass and Vex in general, because we're paracausal. Um, we uh, break uh, the nature of um, sort of universal law by what we can do. You know, we can we can wield things like. Uh, a soda or a nova bomb uh, yeah. from it. it's all paracausal energy um so we can't be predicted i say we can't there are some instances uh, and in fact uh, in my research I, I didn't describe this particular bit but i remember from um the osiris um expansion it's one of the very first ones i played um that uh, there was a vex in that and i can't remember the name of it for life of me but uh he had worked out. Um, yeah, he worked out that uh, he needed to uh, wipe out a specific guardian uh, in order to um, continue, uh, which we we saw in that uh, whole uh, DLC. Um, so they have actually got rid of a guardian before, um, but in the norm they can't. There's a guardian predictors. Uh, we're unpredictable, um, and they at some point they'll, I'm sure they'll find a pattern, um, but not at the moment. So lucky us, <laughs> we can beat the fix. Um, yeah, uh, uh, and we still don't wholly know what Atheon's final plan is, apart from the fact that it's pretty scary, the fact that he, he is controlling the whole universe, really, uh, in his hands. Um, so if you see something that uh, 
he needs to change to get to the end goal, he will do it. You know, he'll have no bones about it. So yeah. watch his space. Um, we, we're going to go into the vault again and, and meet him again. Um, and I'm sure that name will come up in the future as well because he, he is uh, essential to time itself. My man. Hopefully. My man. My man. He's young. Hopefully that's helpful. Very interesting information about all these Vex um Vex ranks, I guess you were talking about some Vex lords and then some uh, the way they work. Mm. I always, yeah, I always assumed that the um, Vex was more like a virus where they kind of spread to survive. But no, like the way you bring it up, they're more meticulous and more mathematical when it mm. comes to their survival, yeah. which is really, really interesting. I just assumed they were more like a like the hive, I guess, in a sense, where they, they kind of have to, by numbers, sure numbers, they will, they will survive throughout the, the, the galaxy. But really neat. They can control time. They're like the... Mm -hmm. uh, the Doctor Who of our Destiny game. Mm -hmm. yeah. With their um, sonic screwdrivers and their thingamajigs. And I'm sorry, I've never seen Doctor Who. I, I figured there was a, a screwdriver there and, and a wrench. Yeah. And there's a Roomba. Yeah. Some sort of hammer. Totally. He's yeah. a mechanic. A torch. He's a and mechanic. A well, sorry, she's a mechanic by trade, right? I heard it's a girl. Is that true? Well, Doctor she's Who? a doctor. Doctor Who's a girl? A woman? Is that, that's the last yeah, thing she, I heard. She is a new one. Yeah, a new one. Oh, so she yeah. becomes a man later on, and then like a. a can the Doctor Who be a a? Uh, I'm, I'm going off the rails here, but this is a good question. Can Doctor Who be other than a, than a human? Um. Well, that's a good one. Considering that uh, he could only be a man, and they um they they broke the uh. What force is it? Can the, only um... be a man. Women can <laughs> be doctors too, Snail. They, they can. Yes, you you you're correct. In real life, that is uh, the case, but uh, in the original um. Uh, what's it called? It's not law. Um, doctrine of the Doctor Who or the yeah. original book society that said the original how time, society, the time lords would work. Yeah. Uh, he could not change um, sex, but uh, <laughs> we had to break that, and that's why we've got what we've got today. Oh, that's awesome. Canon. Right, Canon. Canon. Okay. Really, one. really quick before we 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 kind of wrap up this episode. Who is your favorite Doctor Snell? And I'll say mine. Go ahead. Oh, that's a that is a good question. Who's your favorite doctor? Um, oh, Matt Smith. Oh, I like that. Mine's Eric Bana. All right, guys, thank you so much for <laughs> joining us in this episode of the Three Warlocks Podcast. I'm assuming Eric Bana was a doctor in Doctor yeah. Who. Uh, he has yeah. a doctrine, right? No, no, no. no. Who's yeah. the? Uh, He's a green doctor. Who's the actual? Uh, uh, is it uh, the Asian actor from Hangover? He's a real doctor. He is a real doctor. Yeah. Yeah. He so he's, a, he's my favorite Doctor Who character. My, doctor. Dr. Scholes. I love Dr. Scholes. Dr. Scholes. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Dr. Scholes. Didn't mm. think about him. Yep. Sorry, Sal. Did not mean to put you on a the spot there, but <laughs> thank you so much. I uh, you think you'd have a serious question for two seconds. <laughs> I should have known better. No. I'll go back not to my group. Not with this lot. You oh, man. We're definitely going to have fun doing this uh, raid. Saturday, guys. Hope you guys have fun. If you guys have a chance, reach out to us, man. Let us know how you first raid. If you guys are doing your first uh, race, raid race, let us know how it goes. Reach us out in our various um, various uh, ways of joining us through our um, Twitters and our, our social medias. Uh, before we end this episode, I do want to give, give a quick shout out to a listener of the podcast. He was so kind enough to send me a message on Xbox Live. He listen to an episode where I was kind of expressing my uh, my ups and downs with Crucible. He reached out to me and said that he could um, help me out 
play with play with with me and and see if he can uh, provide some sort of help get me to to the goal that I was reaching. Uh, I had a chance to play with him yesterday. Uh, Thursdays I normally stream, and um, another clan mate of mine, uh, Godzilla, and I were were playing some comp some some survival, and we needed a third, so we contacted him. So next level noob. Uh, this is Gamertag. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you so much for making our night really, really exciting. You are a really good, really good PvP player. We really had good times and and uh, just want to give you a shout out, man. Thank you so much. And we appreciate you guys reaching out to us. I know Ness has stories of, of, of people reaching out to her, Snail too. Thank you guys. We appreciate that. Let us know. Hit us up. Anything we can do to improve the show, anything we can do to improve ourselves, anything we can do to you, with you guys too. If you guys need help and anything that's destiny related, hit us up. We're more, we're more than welcome to, to play with you guys. Thank you guys. Episode 31 in the books. My name is Vega. I was your host and my gamer tag is Vega 6417. You can find me on Xbox live. Also on my Twitter, my Twitter handle is Jesubius and on my Twitch channel, which is Twitch TV backslash triple Vega. Give a little follow guys. I'm only 10 followers away from reaching 50 and then i can quit my job and become a streamer my wife is gonna kill me i shouldn't say that <laughs> all right ness go ahead <laughs> my name is Liness. uh well Liness one on xbox and twitch uh alexis b1 is my personal instagram and i also run the genuine apathy instagram so it's genuine underscore apathy uh just a shout out to santa clan if you want to play you know some strikes during the crossplay, please reach out and also, happy birthday to Dark Jizzle. Jiggles. Darth Jig. Darth Jig. <laughs> happy yeah. birthday, Dark Jig. Jiggles. Happy birthday, Sean. Um, go ahead, Snail. It's all on you. It's all on me. Uh, happy birthday, Sean. Um, I'm Windsnail2268. Uh, I've yet to find the other ones. When I do, I will murder them and take their numbers. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Winners Now One. I don't know who the other one is. Unfortunately, I can't find it. It doesn't exist. I don't think. I just like to have a number for no reason whatsoever because we, I think the Vex made it happen. Atheon, uh, my man. Atheon, <laughs> my man, uh, spoke to Oryx who stole the gap, and I now have a one instead of nothing. So there we go. I am on Twitch now and again when I can bother to uh, to stream. I need a million viewers to to actually have any followers anyway um apart from that go to our twitter account at three warlocks uh give us a tweet there and uh, i'm sure you'll see some humor some english and some american um yeah good awesome. stuff awesome thank you so much for joining me guys thank you so much for listening really appreciate you guys if you guys want to go into youtube search the three warlocks podcast you'll be able to have a chance to watch this episode and couple of the other ones we posted uh, we haven't had a chance to put some gameplay in there but we're kind of working on it um, it's been kind of kind of tough lately but we're getting the hang of it but go out there and check out uh, this video and like i said some of the other ones we posted before uh, with that i think there's nothing else to say thank you so much for for uh, joining me ness thank you so much for joining me snail we're going to be getting ready for vog hopefully next week on episode 32 we'll have some good news. Maybe Snail might get his jacket. Maybe Ness might get her ring. Maybe. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Guys, awesome. Thank you so much. Eyes up, Guardians. And always remember, when in Rome. When in Rome. Awesome.